Call me sentimental, but to me, the most joyful moment in sports is the soccer goal. And when that goal happens at the World Cup, well, it's pretty good. I'm Brian Phillips. With the 2022 Men's World Cup approaching, I'm making a podcast called 22 Goals on the Ringer Podcast Network. It's about 22 of the most fire emoji goals in the history of the tournament. We're going to have so much fun. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. Poppin'. Yes, we are here. Real ones. Logan Murdoch, Raja Bell. Raja, two years. Two-year anniversary. How you feeling? What's going on? How you doing? I, uh, what's going on? I missed you, man. I missed I missed us. I missed the people. I missed the platform, dog. I guess, yes, hearts in the air. I missed yes. it. Hand hearts. It was good. It was good for a minute. Like, I was chilling. Just, yeah. Dad vibes, little vacation, fishing, hanging out. And then I'm like, man, there's so much. I got to talk some shit. Yeah, dog. I got to. You brought up a great thing. I want to go down memory lane in a second, but let's talk some NBA real quick. Let's just talk about one NBA player in particular. That is one LeBron Ramon James of the Los Angeles Lakers, who just signed a two-year $97.1 million extension. I think that'll put him um, with the Lakers through 2025. Um, matter of fact, let's just get him in here. Jomi, we need to get you in here, buddy, real quick. Jomi, you know, go long t- first time, long time in the first building. First time, long time. Um, Jomi, Jom, we're going to talk Lakers really quickly before we go down memory lane. Jomi, mm-hmm. um, LeBron, one title in Los Angeles, um, has not been great since then, um, has gotten uh, – has won one, if I memory serves, has not has only has not won a playoff series since they won the title. That's true. That's true. Two more, uh, three more years on his deal, including this year. I'm gonna go. Um, we got Jomi in here. I do want to get Raja's get Raja's opinion first, and then we'll get to Jomi. Raja, how do you feel? Where does this put the Lakers? That's a good question. As of right now, um, I don't know that it puts them any closer to. To, uh, to I mean, clearly it puts him closer than if LeBron were to not sign and, and, and bounce on the Lakers. But in terms of what you, ha- it's always been what's around LeBron for me, 
right? Like that's always been the question. Like, what are we going to surround him with in terms of roster, like in complementary pieces that, that can help him get over the hump? And as of right now, um, you know, I guess securing LeBron is is the first step in the process. But I I reserve, you know, um, my opinion for for once I see what they do next, right? Because there's got to be a there's something coming. I don't know what it is with the Lakers, but I do want to ask Joe me a question. Maybe I'll ask it to you, Logan, as well, because I know you both kind of have Laker roots. If let's We're say in the streets, yeah, and if in this hypothetical world, like these these years play out, LeBron finishes, they're viable for the next few years, playoffs like intense series, but maybe don't win chips. So we're looking at LeBron's Laker era with one chip having been won. How do we categorize that? Is that failure? Is it success? Is it like, what, what are we looking at it like? Joe, you go first. You were, you, were, you were in the streets, literally in the streets right now. That would be tough. Ultimately, it comes down to, you know, the Lakers being the premier franchise in, in the league. This is a conversation I've had with a friend of mine uh, Daniel Jude, shout out to him. Like when the when the Wolves made that deal for Rudy Gobert, I was looking around. I was like, "Listen, pal, I don't. It's a lot to give up for Rudy Gobert, who you know, me and him have not been on the the nicest of uh, you know wavelengths over the last few years. Mm. So I was like, "Why would you give up all that all that scratch, all those picks and whatnot?" And my homie was like, "Listen, for the Wolves, you know what I mean." If they go to if they go to one Western Conference Finals and get swept or like win a game, like that's a success. Then they've won. Then they've figured it out. It's all great for the Wolves. And I was sitting here like, bro, the Lakers won a chip with AD and LeBron, and people are still like, I don't know, man. Would you have made that AD deal? You know what I mean? Right. Like it's just standards. It's, the standards are different. The standards yeah. are different. If LeBron comes and only wins one chip in his entire time here, then I think. You know, a lot of people would think it's a failure. I'd be like, not a complete success, clearly. You know, you think you would want to, you know, win more, compete more. But a total failure, I would I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think the truth is on both sides there. Let me, let me, let me go. Can I ask a follow-up to you then, Logan? Do you mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I told yeah, you, yeah. I, ahead, I missed you guys, bro. I missed you guys. Yeah. Um, You're locked in. I missed you guys. Um, let's say you get the one chip, but you didn't have the years that you've had so far where you've missed the playoffs and you haven't been relevant, right? And then the next few years, you are viable. Let's Again, your Western Conference Finals maybe once, second round. Let's, But you don't have the lean years of just tragic failure that, that had been a couple of the Laker years so far. Um, would that change opinion if there was only one chip? Let's say you go to the finals again. Let's say you've got two finals appearances, a Western Conference Finals, and then we don't have the years where we're missing the playoffs. I'm going to be honest with you. The worst thing that you can be as a Los Angeles Laker um, is in the middle. Mm. It's the worst thing. Mm. Um, honestly, Jomi can attest, at least, you know, during the Nick Young years, the Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Nick Young years. The Robert uh, Sacre days. The Robert Sacre <laughs> days. Jordan Hill times. <laughs> the Jordan Hill outside. time. For Y'all Xavier wasn't Henry. outside. Y'all that wasn't outside. Bro, when Xavier Henry was going to be the sixth man of the year, you guys weren't outside. <laughs> you guys were not outside. But at least those years were fun because they were they were hopeful. This doesn't seem this this doesn't seem hopeful. And what I will say about LeBron's tenure, and you know, we're this I'm I'm kind of hesitant to really talk about this right now in the middle of August 
because yeah. there's so many pieces that can that can you know go into place by the time that we're in the regular season. So I'll give I won't give like a whole shot, but I'll give a little bit. I think when we look at LeBron's tenure in Los Angeles, I think that we will see the good and the bad of LeBron getting every single thing that he wants. What I mean by that is in Cleveland, his first time in Cleveland, they made moves to get players in, in the building, right? To make, to keep him to stay, right? But, Definitely didn't have, I'm talking about his first 10. He definitely didn't have as much power as he does now, right? Mm -hmm. Then he goes to Miami, where he has little to no power in the front office. He, this is, that was probably the most normal of an NBA player that LeBron has ever been in Miami. Then he goes back to Cleveland. He has a lot of power, but he has the game to be able to back that up, right? He has the, the all worldly level. He is at the end of peak LeBron, so he can make these demands. And if they don't work out, he's good enough to erase them. In Los Angeles, he has both the power, but also a declining game to where he can't do what he did in 18, 17, 16 in yeah. Cleveland. And because that is happening, it is showing how the the strain it can take when you're a player coach. GM. And we are seeing that now to where he picks players that he may think may compliment him, but they don't. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Russell Westbrook season. Sorry, Raja. Jomi, relax. Um, but when you see those seasons and you see the players on the roster, it when you go into the 20th season, you gotta, you gotta seed a little bit of that and trust other people. And I think during this time, we see the lack of I wouldn't say lack of trust because I'm not in a building right there, but you do see the stories of, you know, the, 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 the sometimes tension between his team and the Los Angeles Lakers team, um, uh, his team and, and, um, with the Lakers team with Rob Palenka at the front office and Rich Paul on LeBron's side, you see that fiction. So I do think that we're just going to, we're going to look back on this Lakers time as man, I wish he would have ceded a bit of control and trusted some other people to make personnel decisions because it's just too much. It's too much pressure. Yeah, I mean, players are always the last to know. And I would be really, really curious um, if if you could get LeBron in just a situation where he had to be 100% truthful to hear him talk about where his game is. Because statistically, like, you know, he's still having phenomenal seasons. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, I, I think if we're all being honest, you're absolutely right, though, Logan. Like, while those numbers are phenomenal, they weren't able to lift the team in the way he did six, seven years ago. So that's that says something, right? Like, there's 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 a change in your game. It doesn't have to be, we don't have to use the decline word necessarily, but there's a definite change in your game. And so that brings me back to players being the last to know. Um, you saw Carmelo kind of go through this, but everyone go. Carmelo went through it publicly. We all go through it. Where someone's saying to you, hey, bro, you ain't what you think you are. And we're like, man, you what the what, bro? I'm not, what? What you mean, bro? I go out here and lock anything down, and I shoot forty percent. And then you look back at the tape, and you weren't locking anything down, and you shot thirty five percent. Jomi, Jomi was Jomi was at Chase Center during that last uh, Lakers Warriors game, and LeBron played great, but great also game. LeBron, but LeBron also wasn't LeBron. Right, and this is this goes to your overall point. My bad, Jomi, is that like when you're the last to know. That's when it becomes really, really important to have someone sitting in those offices 
that you have faith in because that's their job to see what areas like there might be slippage or change in your game and and find the pieces that complement that. So while you're hell-bent on being the guy you were eight years ago in your mind mm-hmm. and you're you're creating rosters built around that guy, you're not that guy. Joe. Not that guy, bro. Not that guy. No. So Roger said you got to listen to no, this, No, 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 no. Yeah, but no. like not, not <laughs> no, in that you're you. not great, but you. like yeah. your skill sets change. So the skill sets around you have to change a little bit to help you get what you want. No, you're absolutely right. Like last year, you know, he was balling. He had like, I, I can't remember how many games in a row he scored 25 points. And right. the, you look at the record and they're like, you know, below the playoff line. You know what I mean? They're a playing team. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's it. It is what it is. And I think that's why, you know, hopefully... We'll, we'll see what happens in the next few m- weeks or months. That's why, you know, fans are, like, begging for Kyrie. or even thinking, like, hey, man, Buddy Hill, you know, uh, Miles Turner, come on down. Because if you look at the roster as it's presently constructed, even when healthy, it don't it don't look like it's going to do much. You understand? Right. So there are there are things in peripherals, you know, the 2027, 20, 2029 uh, first-round picks. You know, we had discussion yesterday, like, with, okay, with Bron signed, then they're willing to give those up, yada yada. I mean, at this point, you know, you gotta, you gotta think as presently constructed. Like the Lakers don't really have a championship roster. Um, you gotta do, you gotta do some on the margins to make, um, make that happen. You know, so we'll wait and see. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident. It was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Let's table this discussion because we're in August. And honestly, this is about the this isn't about the Lakers. This isn't even about LeBron. You know what this is about, ladies and gentlemen? This is about two years of real ones on your ringer and That's right. That's what this is. That's all right. right. This ain't about none of that. We ain't talking about none of that. Forget all of that. That's forget that. Um I want to tell a celebration. Story. It's a celebration. <laughs> bro, you were wilding in that video. Bro. Did you I see the video? video up on my Instagram? I put that up on my Instagram. I was like, this guy. <laughs> bro, so I was just trying to figure out. I got some uh <laughs> matter of fact, I got so I was I was I was kicking it with Keith. Uh, I was talking to Keith because you know I wanted to get a little social presence on the pod, right? Right. Uh, uh like a little social presence, because I feel like this is like you said, a celebration. So what happened was talking to i'm talking to, to keith and he's like you want to do a 30 second video and i'm like i don't know of what like okay i guess i'll do it just basically say what you said in the tweet that you sent out and just send it out so i was i've been watching a lot of Chappelle show i'm sorry i've been watching oh. a lot of Chappelle show <laughs> and that was the thing that came up it was like it ah. came through it came through <laughs> it, came, <laughs> it came through and then and then i'm gonna i'm gonna show this i want to see your reaction live on air i'm texting you a a something that we are going to put out. The, the viewing oh, public will see this. Oh. But this this is our album cover for our oh. two-year anniversary. And we that's made com- sure because... That's Capone because we, and Noriega. We, 
that's the cool component Noriega for our two-year anniversary, Raw, because oh, I we tough. were discussing album covers to use for the occasion. And I was like, dog, Capone and Noriega, dog. There's that's there's no other thing we have to do. That's buttoned up in a way that very few things are buttoned up. Like I have no rebuttal for that. That is perfect. Mm. That's perfect. Yes. Like yeah. that's him. Yeah. That hit me in my core right there. I appreciate that. So I well want to done. tell the, the I want to tell the listeners a story, and I want to get your side of this story. I know my side of the story, but I want to I'm going to talk about the origins of this podcast really quickly. So um, I have just finished negotiations with the Ringer um, at this point, and uh, I'm talking to I'm talking to Bill Simmons about like you know what I want to do and like all the things right just just pre like Ringer thing, and he's like you want to do a um a podcast like you know with the NBA player and a couple names got put around whatever and so he says hey we got Raja like Raja Bell on the we're going you're going we're going to just try something out with Raja Bell and I'm like cool um I don't know Raja Bell <laughs> right he's like oh uh, we're yeah. texting he's like I don't know Raja Bell and he's like oh okay here um here's his number like call him right and I'm like and I call you I'm I'm, I'm outside the crib and I'm like like not nervous, but like, I don't know this. Like, knowing me now, as you can imagine, you can imagine, like, I don't know this motherfucker. I'm supposed to cold call this person that I do not know, you know? Yes. And I'll say, like, we saw, we we referenced this in the first, in the first episode that we ever did when it wasn't even real ones. I don't know this person. I got history with this person, though. You know? So, thanks. No, not really. But I called you, and we talked for about 20 minutes. And it, I think the gist of it was like, what up? I'm Logan. What up? I'm Raja. Let's fucking do this. Click. And that was it. Like, that was the conversation. So I go into the the the, the part of the first pod. It was the Monday edition of the Ringer NBA show. And we just talked, bro. And it something was there. And it was tight. And I was like, oh, okay. And people liked it. And it was like, oh, that was a real, when Ruin of the Week was born. That was a lot of things. But that was my introduction to this pod. What was your introduction to this podcast? That's that's a really, that's that took me down memory lane a little bit. I should have listened to the first episode. Like, I should have done don't. that. I'm a, I mean, don't. I should have. I don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. Um, so I remember, like, at the time, I was trying to figure out, like, I, what I was going to do, right? And so, like I had told you before, like I had been talking to Steve about going to Brooklyn, right? And so my wife and I were kind of looking at schools. We were looking at places to, to live. We were trying to figure out how we were going to take this crazy life and pick it up and drop it in Brooklyn or, you know, somewhere nearby. And so this pandemic, right? Like I'm over in Estero Beach, like with, with some friends of ours. Um, and they all went to the beach and Bill, my agent was like, yo, Bill Simmons, like, are you interested? Like he, he wants to give you a call. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man, come on. So I sit out on the porch, just chilling, drinking one, um, talking to Bill about this, this podcast. So like, I'm like, okay, that, that could be interesting. Um, let's, let's see where this goes. I tell my agent like, yeah, dude, I, I, I could be interested in doing that. That sounds, that sounds kind of dope. Fast forward to like four days later is the day you're talking about. You call me, but I'm in this house with four kids that can't go nowhere. So it's crazy. Yeah. So the conversation you're talking about, I had outside on our basketball court. Um, and I remember... I remember being like, I think you told me like a, a little background about your Laker fandom and stuff like that. You know what like, I mean? Oh, so, fuck. Yes, immediately. Because when anyone tells me that, I'm already like, oh, shit. And then it wound up being really, really cool. And it was it was relatively brief. It was kind of superficial, like in terms of we didn't have the time to really dig into whole backgrounds and stuff. But I do remember after the first pod being like, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And there, and that was it. It's also crazy, bro, because like I don't think the listeners know this. And I tell people this all the time. We've never met in person. That's not like I've only seen you through the screen. I have never met you, bro. I don't even yeah. know if you're real. Yeah. I don't know if you're real. That's, that's, that's the, the funniest part. Like we have, crazy. Like, you guys, the, the, the thing that's special about this podcast is we like not just you, but like everyone involved, right? We have grown our friendship through like this. Like this yeah. is not only like this, like this pod is honestly, it's not only like something that we see that you know, like a two week thing. This is when I get to talk to Raja for two times a week. This is literally right. what this is. Honestly. Like I, ge- I genuinely miss you guys. Like when I came in, like the, the 20 minutes late that I was today, cause I had the wrong yes. time. Um, the, I was like, Oh, I was really happy to see you guys. It had been a while. This is, you know, um, we're going to have like one of those, we'll have to do this. Like one of those videos of like, you know, when gamers, um, meet for the first time after playing, like playing yeah. like Madden for like five years and only, only having headset, like relationships. Yes. We'll have to do a video the first time we meet like that. Yes. Yes. It was fun. It was funny, man. I remember, we had a lot of memories. I remember like we first, I remember our first like, like moment and it was tight because we were talking for a little bit, right? We had done our pod for like about a month or two. Then we went to two times a week. I remember when like Danny Green came on the pod and like that being a huge moment for the podcast. I think the the Danny Green kind of like was our first moment of like, oh, this is the podcast where like, oh, we're, we're, we're serious. And then, yeah. and then Danny? Danny Green was the one that said that like LeBron might not play, which honestly, I didn't believe it in the thing, but I was like, oh, this is a moment. Okay. And then it like went crazy. And then, then Tim Duncan came on. Tim I don't was, know how oh, Tim made it like solidified us into like a place we're we're Tim's always great. certified Tim. as long as like Tim comes just for that episode. I told that story the other day to a mutual friend of ours about when Tim came on a mutual friend of Tim and I's and, uh, they asked me about it and I was like, man, Tim came on and I go down like, usually, you know, we want to use your phone as a recorder. If you don't have a recording device and, and, you know, we're going to go through the zoom. So you got this backup of your zoom call, like yep. in an audio. And then we send that to Sasha to split it up. And that way it's all crystal clear. I was like, Tim came on like, fuck that, bro. I'm on this cell phone yep, and I'm going to set it up. Do you want this interview or not? And we were like, yes, we do. Yes. Let's no, rock. like, <laughs> I listened back to that recently. The audio is not great, but it's kind of perfect that because it's the Tim Duncan episode. It's Tim. Yeah. Do you remember this though? You we had a this was really this was early, right? Because you know, Tim was Tim was getting into something and I had never pod. Do you remember this? I got really yeah. mad at you guys. I got really angry with you and and oh uh, yeah. And one of our you guys were like, don't, you know, just journalistic. And I appreciate it, like journalistic um advice. Like when someone when you put out a question, even if it's a hard question for the person that's going to answer it, like don't cut them off. And I was like trying yeah. to kind of protect him a little bit in the I interview because it was such a favor to me, right? And and I like snapped on you guys, like fuck that. We were mad at you, motherfucker. We were we were. That I know was our you personal were. Moment. We were and like, I was like dog. No, fuck that. <laughs> I think I think I had to call you the next day. Like we were fine, but I had to call you. Like yo, you good? He was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's good. funny. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that, but that was that was great. That was that was, that Tim Duncan pod was one of my favorite. Um, like, just because I didn't believe that he like was coming on the pod until he came. I don't think you believed it either. I think you, we it was confirmed a few times that he was coming on, but we didn't. It was one of those things of like, we got to keep the Zoom right because if he comes off, he's not coming back onto the Zoom. It's over. Like, he's not doing it. I was 
two seconds before he came on, I was still questioning, like, is this shit about to happen? Not because, not you know, he, he gave me his word he was going to do it, but like he's just, you know, so private, you know, that I just yeah. I really wasn't sure whether or not. I'm talking about like right before he tapped in, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know that this is going to happen. Yeah, and that was back in the day where like the Zooms, because I was in another place at that point. So my Zoom like internet wasn't great at the time. And so like that was during the early times of the pod where when if the Zoom cuts out, bro, then we're kind of and we're also kind of figuring out Zoom. So I was like, dog, this thing has to stay on, bro. And I remember when Sasha, because Sasha was always the person that told us when still is the person that tells us when someone's coming on. She's like, this is the I, I, I think this was one of the first times she was like, Tim Duncan's on. Tim's at the room. Tim's at the room. And we're like, oh! And then we have to immediately go like, what's up, Tim? Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> also, I remember one fun moment. We're, we're going to get to questions. We're going to bring Jeremy back in in a second. There was one time, one of my other favorites is one of the all-time best ones was when Boris came on. Oh. And that was when I was kind of feeling oh. myself as like part of like the Phoenix Suns. Like, oh man, like I'm 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 Raja's friend, right? And Raja had told me he was going to get me into whatever reunion function. He said it's good, it's okay. And I alluded to me coming to the Phoenix Suns reunion function, and I got curved so hard by Boris at the end of that pod. <laughs> like he was like, yeah, dude, uh, uh, no, 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 and and he hung up, bro. That was cold. That that I was that was cold. Boris is a legend um, and a, a just man of complete mystery. Like he will always remain that. It's just super. Boris popped. I told this Boris popped up on me in like Salt Lake. Like it, it, it was like going to cook us dinner. Or like when it's I mean, just incredible stuff. Well, no, like he was because out on remember the I saw when you, this is, we'll get back to him. Oh, right. me, But because that was when, um, that was in March, this March when I, we were, you, I remember I was supposed to go to New York for what ended up being the Kevin Durant profile, right? And during that time, you were you were gone. You were going on vacation. You were going yeah. to the slopes in Salt Lake with the fam. And so that week, if you remember, we had done two pods and we had guest hosts. I think Howard Beck was on. And then we had the homie, Rembert Brown, came on uh, as a guest host. But I was in New York and I'm going to Brooklyn or whatever. And I'm like... um, I saw Boris and I'm like, yo, I should thank, I put, at least put a name to the face. Like, yo, thank you for coming on our pod. Right. And I go over to Boris and I'm like, yo, thanks for coming on the pod. Raja's. Cause I remember you had saying like, I'm going to go, but I don't think Raja's, I don't think Boris is going to be in Utah. So right. I tell, I tell, um, I tell Boris and he's like, tell him to call me. <laughs> tell him to call me. That's right. And I hit him. I hit you. And I was kind of nervous because I didn't know if you wanted to see. I didn't know. I don't want to get into funk. And it was weird. But I, that's how it happened. This is our sh episode show. Like our, our, our So it's not, I'm not going to make it up a Boris. But I just want to tell you the type of dude Boris is. Because this is why he's so dope. Most NBA dudes, like, if I said, hey, man, stop by. I don't have a lot of time. I have, like, one of my old family, like, high school friends. His wife and his three kids, like, in, in this you know, hotel suite. Um, they stop by to say what's up, but you could like piggyback off of that. We'll drink a couple beers, but you're gonna mm -hmm. have to kick it with them for a while. Most dudes are like, dog, I'll catch you like, you know, it's it's yeah. a fandom thing, right? Like they're like, yo, let's just do that when it's just you and us. You know what I'm saying? Boris just came and just kicked it. Like yeah. my buddy Mason Sharp and his family were there. Shout out Mason, his son just went to the University of Arizona, Aiden. Um, but they're like, Boris came sat down, acted like he had known them for 20 years too, and just, you know, drank a couple beers and, and, and some wine. And that's why he's forever like 
the coolest cat on the planet. There were a couple episodes, like I was a couple episodes that that the Monica McNutt episode. Um, oh yeah. Do you remember how nervous show. I was? It was a phenomenal episode, but I'm not as as well versed in 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 women's hoops as as you are. And and yeah. and I was so nervous because I didn't want to make a complete ass of myself. I still might have, but um I remember her kind of she was talking about it and then I got in my bag and I was like, Oh my God, like she was so yeah. easy to talk to that. It yeah. made me like, I knew more about women's hoops just because she was easy to talk to. Right. I was like, Oh shit. I know a little bit about this. This is like, what I, you know, it's funny. I'm okay. This is what I learned about the Monica McNutt episode. Shout out to Monica McNutt. Love Monica McNutt. She's we need dope. to get her yes. back on the show. She's what I learned about that show was not that you, don't like necessarily mess with women's hoop because clearly if you listen to episodes, you do. And you, you, you're you in a bag when you get into women, your women's hoop bag. The thing is, though, you're you have very much Virgo tendencies and you'll be like you you have to warm up to a situation and you will talk yourself like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what the fuck. Like there's been many of times where we have had an episode where where Raza is like, I got nothing, guys. I don't know. Logan, carry this, please. And there's also vice versa times where I'm like this. We're like, yo, Raja, this is your guest. This yes. is someone that you should you take the reins on this. But there most most times when Raja says, Logan, you got this, within the first five minutes, he is Raja's taking over the episode. He's like, I'm sorry, Logan, you had this bag and you had questions, but I'm going to go wrong. And you take over the episode. This is That was the Monica McNutt episode. That's one of those episodes where you do that. There are other uh, people where other guests where I will not yeah. say names where Raja was like, fuck this, Logan, you got this. I'm, I'm kicking back. I don't care. But the Monica McNutt episode is definitely one where you're like, yo... I, I love her and I love this. I, I'm going to take this over. I had fun with that one, man. You're you're right. That is a funny, but you know what? Like, that's part of the reason I think when you said, like, after that first episode, we didn't really know each other, but like after the first episode, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Like in, in a way that I was like, maybe I was unsure before it started, like with the chemistry, because what you're describing, that's teamwork, dog. Like, yeah. that's like, you ain't tripping if I'm on your toes and I'm certainly not, if you're on mine, like we're just... We're just riding with that. Let me tell a quick story. I was at my son Zen's football game on Sunday, and I was sitting there in the stands, blazing hot, like 9 a.m. because they got rained out on Saturday. And uh, there was this really big dude sitting next to me. He looked like an offensive lineman, said he had played in the league for a while. And uh, he was a friend of one of Zen's teammates. So he was watching the game, kind of critiquing what was going on like we all do and stuff. And then he said to me like something about being from Chicago, which got me into like I used to spend time in Chicago in the summers. My dad's from Chicago. You know, what side of town? Like the South side. And we got into all of that. And he was like, yeah, it's a lot of dudes from Chicago. And, and then he said to me, yeah, I think you had one of them on your pod. Like Q Rich. And I was like, my pod? You know I have a pod? He, he, was, he was sitting next to me the whole time. And he just casually dropped like, yeah, you had one of them on your pod. Q Rich. I was like, oh, shit. Yes, we did have the knuckle. We had the knuckleheads on the pod. Yeah, no, yeah. it's crazy. Like the the life of the the what where the life the pod has taken on on itself. Like I really love the real ones and all our fans, bro. Because we kind of have it's weird. We kind of have a cult following. We like I fuck with our fan base, bro. Like I got a quick story to like that happened recently, like a, like a week ago. So I'm walking, you know, I'm walking outside my place. I won't say exactly where, but I'm walking outside my place, and you know, walking down the down the street, and like my little morning walk, Raj, I've been yeah. getting it in this summer. Like just oh, morning walk, walk down to the marina, just look at the water, all the stuff. Like I'm just locked in. So 
I'm walking, doing my little morning. Well, this is an afternoon walk, and I see this car just pulls up at the at the light or whatever, right? I'm walking back home, and it's a Mercedes. It's a little like you know, like probably like a late, like it maybe early two thousands model, right? You feel me? Shout out to the the homie swinging that thing, and then so he's at the light or whatever, right? And um, I'm walking, and he like, and you know, we are of a certain like. We coming from a certain background, so if somebody like leans over the 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 car, something's about to pop off. Like, right, right, right. I'm like walking or whatever, and all I hear is like, "Hey, yo, I've been fucking with your commentary lately <laughs> on the pod." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, when you like spooked for a second because you don't know, bro. Like, this is you know, it get lit sometimes. Yeah. But somebody walk, and then so I'm like, yo, and I'm like right on <laughs> and I walk off but I'm like this is the life that the pod is taking on and I'm and I, I'm really appreciative of that because not a lot of shows can can have that and a lot of that goes to like the real ones out there bro they really hold us down dog shout out to y'all you know absolutely yeah 100% <laughs> and I that some of those are again and I say this in all sincerity bro like when people recognize me for playing in the NBA um and maybe it's because you know, you could become callous to it to a certain degree, but I've been out so long and most people, if you, if of a certain age, you don't really know. So, you know, it's always a little like, oh shit, man, he knew who knew who I was. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a little like, oh, that's pretty cool. But I really get excited when people say they listen to the pot. It's another level of, yeah. of excitement. It really is, man, that shit. And so when it happens to me and Youth gyms, like that, it happens to me a lot in basketball gyms when I'm coaching teams and stuff, um, yeah. or where, wherever it is. Um, even in, if people hit me on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, like it's really, really, like that compliment goes even further than being like, yo, I was a fan when you hooped. Yeah, bro, yeah. it's tight, bro. Oh, uh, wait, I want to go back to one memory of basically of just like how we were talking about the Modern Queen episode, but there's another instance where like you ended up taking over the pot and I loved every minute of it and Which I was really was excited. What was it? It was the Juan Toscano Anderson pot. <laughs> the Juan T episode, which is honestly, I think like one of our best pure episodes that we've ever done, that we've ever done just from a simple fact of like, he was cursing. He was like, say, we got the most raw version of an NBA player in real time of being an NBA player, right. which I really appreciated. And it was funny because like if you notice about Rajan, I think Juan knows this like you don't give you don't give credit easy bro they gotta earn your respect and even Juan T I was like yo Juan you would fucking I the Juan T episode it took us so long to do one because like it just the, the the season and things like that but also because Raja was not convinced to do this pod I'm just gonna be honest he just was not convinced to do it <laughs> he was I was like I was like yo I was like Juan this is good we should get Juan on he was like I don't know I don't know and yeah. I was like, Raja, you're going to see a lot of, you're going to see a lot of yourself. You're going to see a lot of like just the grit and just coming through. And then, so we get to the pod, right? And Raja's like, okay, I'm, I, we got him on, I'm down, but I'm still skeptical. And within like five minutes, when he started talking about like the Mexican league and playing through this, you like, fuck out of here, Logan, move. This is between <laughs> two NBA players. We're going to talk about this. That Kindred was, that spirits. was awesome. That, that was, was great, awesome. That was a really dope episode. Um, I do remember the softening of it too for me, like where where I could feel it coming on in the middle of the episode. Like, you know, I, I am in 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 yeah. Full disclosure, I mean, you did it for me, but I um especially when it comes to media, like sometimes I'm a little like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But when he came on, I was a little like, I don't know him. Um, 
you know, I've seen him play and maybe I, I wasn't cranky, but I was trying to figure out how I was going to get in, I guess. Like, how, how am I going to make, how am I going to make my mark on this one? And I remember as it started to happen, I was like, oh shit, here it comes. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. And then we were off. And it it was, came down back to like you saying, you didn't say I love you to him. You did not go all that far, but you it came back to like, towards the end, you were like giving him advice and shit. I'm like, I, <laughs> What the fuck? You're like, hey, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do because I didn't do this. Hey, and I was really like, yeah, bro. It was really heartfelt too. That was coming from my soul. That was coming from my chest. Um, Two uh, two more episodes that, that, uh, the the Steve Kerr episode. I was going to go up to that, but go ahead. Let's talk about the Steve Kerr episode. Steve Kerr episode was was really good, man. Friend of the show. Steve was, I felt like, I've always appreciated Steve, even though I tell that story about like when he was, in the front office with the Suns, and I got traded and stuff like that. But I always appreciated him because every time I kicked it with Steve, and there were there were a few opportunities and training camps and stuff. He's like a genuine dude. Like you're not getting a front. Yeah, you're Ever. getting you're getting him. And I always appreciated that. And I didn't really know if that was going to be the case on the pod, mm-hmm. and it was. It yeah. was. It was just you Steve. came out the gate, started early. You said, "Why the fuck did you trade me?" I know that's, that's how you started it. That's a- <laughs> It, no, but it was like, thank goodness it was Steve. But like, it yeah. could have went two ways. You noticed, know right? Like, it could have went two ways. And I was like, oh, okay, this is where we go. And that like completely broke the ice. It was great. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. And then Cubes. Cubes was Mark Cuban. No, wait, I want to say Mark Cuban was great. I want to stay on the, do you, rem, do you remember, we talked about the Danny Green episode, uh, the Danny Green episode, like being our first moment, like of like relevance in the, like within the NBA f- sphere or whatever just for like because it just that thing went so crazy um, that quote I don't even remember the pod but I remember that quote about LeBron just going crazy similarly like to the Steve Kerr episode when he said what he said remember when he oh, like yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we don't like there was a time where he said the part about uh, like the last season the the nineteenth season being harder than the losing seasons, and I know what he said. I we both got instantly what he was talking about, you know, the stress and all that stuff or whatever, right? And then like, I remember we recorded that like on a Saturday or something like that. Like it was a random day because you know Steve was in season and we had to get we. You almost didn't even show up for that pod because you were busy with like just I, it just almost it almost was like just a Steve and me pod, and you came was like I'm gonna do it, and I was so glad that you came that you were able to make it. And but we did it on a Saturday. It didn't come out to like the following Monday. So we're like we posted like oh it was a great interview, and then like dog it became a whole news cycle because. KD like tweeted in about you guys can read like all that stuff, but KD like tweeted about the pod indirectly and it became yeah. a whole news cycle. I remember because I got added. You didn't get added. You didn't get you saw it, but my mentions went ridiculous during that time. I still get notifications on that, but we were like in the middle of a firestorm. I was walking along Ocean Beach in San Francisco when I when I saw it and I was on a walk and you know, when I was, I was on a walk, you try to, like, do not disturb. Bro, I got, like, 50 texts when that happened, bro. And, like, my mentions were on fire. Remember that? I do re- I do remember that. I felt bad. I remember feeling kind of bad because, you know, like, I mean, it was it was a benign-ass statement. But, like, and you never want to feel like 
This is the this is the old school part of me that's not a, not in the media yet because it's like dope as a media member that your shit's being mentioned everywhere and ever. But yeah. I I kind of felt bad for Steve. Like damn dog, I didn't want to be the reason, or well, I didn't want our show to be the reason that you got to be explaining yourself. Um, sidebar, real quick, I've been denied verification on Twitter for the fifth time. My thirty days was up. I think I sent it to you over yes yeah, over a break, and they denied me again. I just I mean at this point. I, I can't stop. So let's just go. Uh, <laughs> let me go to my favorite. I don't know how I forgot about this episode, Logan, but this okay. one, this might be my favorite episode. It might not have come across that way to the listener, um, but in terms of, you know, pre-pod, post-pod, things in the pod, um, the Vernon Mad Max Maxwell pod. Oh, no, I think it came off as the favorite at, oh, in the moment. Oh, my God. That's my God. I, I, I love Max, always have, but I love like having conversations like with him. Um, <laughs> we need to get Mad Max on the show, honestly. We He's coming back on the show. He's, He's coming, back. Come back. He's coming back. Um, that was a vi- that was a fun episode in real time. It was also a very stressful show because we recorded that, and let's just say there were a lot of things on the cutting room floor that we'll never <laughs> see the light of day. Um, but the Vernon Maxwell podcast, it was it was funny because like we had um. Vernon was on, I think, before that pod, he was on a Bomani Jones's pod, friend of the show, Bomani Jones. Um, Another good episode. And I remember listening to that pod, uh, the one Vernon Maxwell, Bomani Jones interview, and there were a lot of like curses that were taken out. On our pod, none of the curses were taken out. So he was just in a like a whole bag. And he said a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is I'll just say that. And for like, so we were supposed to put that on a thing on a Thursday. It didn't come out, I think, till like the following Monday or the next week because we had to go through a lot of shit to put that podcast out. I don't think I don't, there, there's a world where that pod never comes out, but it was it was amazing. It was the it was a favorite that'll go down in the history books. We got to get him back on the show. Sasha should have got a bonus for that one. Oh. Bro. I was <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> Sasha Max. I remember. I just remember after he, we were like, "Okay, yeah, thank you so much," and then he left, and we were all just like staring at each other for like a while. <laughs> like at least, at least like twenty minutes, we were like, "What the oh, fuck God. did we do with this? What, what just happened? Oh, what? My goodness, bro! What? But I loved him. I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I didn't really know who he was before that, like. Obviously, I never watched him play or anything. Um, and after that, he left as like one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, of all time, I was like, "Oh, you are one of my like new favorite people." Like, oh that's man, so funny. we should uh, we should get to questions. We're forty minutes in. Let's get I have to some one questions. more. Oh. Can I talk about one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Come on, come through. That I'm I'm surprised hasn't been mentioned. Okay. Uh, the Matrix. Oh, oh, oh. yo, Who showed up. Hold on, we got a bathrobe. Tell- yes. Yeah, and in the social videos, you can go look and find these if you want. But in the social videos, he is wearing a bathrobe. Yeah, because, because go ahead, Raja, you want to? Yeah, he forgot. You want to tell the story because <laughs> that's your friend. You should tell the story. No, I don't. I don't really remember exactly how that went down. I mean, was he oh, in okay. it? Like he was like in his he was like in his condo in, he Chicago. Was in Chicago. Yeah. He was in his three. He was telling us all about this beautiful house he has in Chicago. So he forgot that he was supposed to do this. And Raja was like texting, like, "Hey, dude, like, you got like, we're gonna do this." And he was like, "Oh, "Oh, shit, I forgot. I just got out of the shower, or like, he just took a shower, or whatever." Like, 
And we were like, dog, 10 minutes. About to take a shower. Oh, yeah. You can wait 10 minutes. And all of his shit was like so, upstairs in like another room or something. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, just can I like get some headphones? I'll get the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this. And he was like, okay, I have to like run upstairs. You like run up three stories. Like, okay. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Finally get on. And he is, did the entire interview in his bathrobe. It was and a it phenomenal was episode. Funniest. It was so funny. And then he and called he Raja after fire. the pod. He called Raja called after Raja the pod. Do a decompression. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That was a fantastic episode. I talked to Matrix the other day. <laughs> that was, uh, awesome. was great. <laughs> He's the character. That's one of the um, great ones. I, can I just put in two requests right now? And listener, like, if you get to hear these dudes, um, I mean, I will be super excited. But Logan, like, trust me, bro. One is Leandro Barbosa. Oh, we got to get him on the pod. He, we've been trying to get Leandro Barbosa on the pod. No, I have been talking to him every time I see him. He's up in sack. We got to give him a Tell pop. LB to hit me up and I'm going to make that happen. Like I will like, we'll make that work. But the second okay. one is Eddie effing house. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Hell to, yes. To this day, one of my favorite, if not, he might be my favorite teammate of all time. He is, yeah, Eddie house would be phenomenal on 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 the real ones where it's a little looser he's great on air every time i hear him like he does a really good job but on this platform where he could get a little looser and you could get a little more of his personality to pop out oh my god i'm gonna apply some i should be saying this i'm gonna apply, i guess it's gonna apply some public pressure but i really don't care i have talked to this man we have been trying to figure this out talked about talked to him about this on multiple occasions we are trying to figure this out but the dream guest including the names that you mentioned, but the dream guest though, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, We've yeah. been trying to get this done. We have been asking back and forth. I have seen him in person. I have asked him. He said, I will do it. He's agreed to do it, but just I will just say politics. Once the politics okay. get out of the way, we'll figure it out. But Stephen A., we got to get Stephen A. on the pod. We have been trying to do this. We have been doing for years, honestly. We've been trying to get Stephen A on the pod. I've seen him at games. I've been asked him. He is down to do it, but we have to get the politics in order. We have to so, figure no, it out. Just, that would yeah. that'd be fantastic. And I'm gonna add a Stephen um J to the list, Stephen John Nash. Like your Stephen A is my Stephen J. Like yes. gotta get him, yes. gotta get him on. Gotta get him on. Steve, bro, Nash is obviously like a friend of this. Uh, he's acquaintance until he comes on. But ever since we've been on this podcast, Steve Nash ever has been a guest that we've been like always like two weeks away from getting right. Like always just like, <laughs> fair. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, every time I see Steve, I look at him and like, was like, okay, okay. I remember when I was in New York in March, I was like, yo, Steve, when you coming on the pod is like, I don't know, but you guys are on the short list of pods that I will go on. So he's incredible. a master curve, but he's gonna like he's gonna do it. But also, Nash has this smile that's like, okay, all right, all right, Steve. You're like, whatever, right. man. Like, would take would get you a bunch of tickets to the games and come out and hang out after the game, take you to dinner, would do all of that, and then you can't get him on a pot. Exactly, it's fine. It's, crazy. it's okay. We'll get Sorry. him on at some point. Yes, we got him for you guys. We'll get it. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's three p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two for five dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two for five dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is brought to you by Visible Wireless. Want a wireless provider that always brings its A-game? 
Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. And as if that wasn't already a huge win, you could use promo code RINGER20 to receive $20 off your first month just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. Let's, uh, let's, let's, go, to the, let's go to the phone. Let's Joe. Let's bring him back. Joe, Joe, bud, our guy. What's happening? What's up, man? How did bro? It's also let's let's before we get to the question stuff, I want to get to like Jomi, who has been just a lovely like family member of the pod. Just been great. Like absolutely I remember when he came on, just came on like on fire and has been just a great superstar. Dude. I love I just want to say that I love having you on the pod, bro. You're, Found- you're a real one founding member of the Bridgerton boys. Founding yeah. member of the Bridgerton boys. I was mean, outside what? early. Was outside yes. For f- he was outside here on, on real ones before he had a mic. Before he yeah, even man. had a mic. And the, he was holding <laughs> it down. Joe, what's 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 been what's your favorite memory of the pot? Oh man. I think it's gotta it's gotta be the jazz pack watch. Because <laughs> I've been I, we've had a lot. I mean, between the pack watches and you know, just me showing up talking about Lakers exceptionalism and, you know, Matt Hooper. The pack watch, that one, I've been waiting for that one for so long. For for mm. so long. You that know. was years in the making. That was that was one that has taken years off my life. Since 2020, I've been hearing about the jazz and how the jazz were the real and how how dare you not talk about the jazz and how dare you disrespect the jazz. And every year they had those conversations, every year they disappointed you. So it was partly like for me, but also uh, if you're listening, you're a jazz fan, like love yourself, you know, and just understand like, hey, man, my team really ain't got it like that. And now that Rudy Gobert is out of there, you know, we're looking at a we're looking at a playing team at best. So mm. I don't want to I don't want to hear none of it. I don't want to hear none of it. But yeah, that was that was the best. Shout out Walters. That was great. Shout out Walters. I'm not participating in Salt Lake Slander today. Um, what I, I don't, he wants to go on the slopes. He wants the vacation every year. That's all the only reason why he's not doing. This isn't even for me. This isn't even debatable. The best Jomi. Ah, maybe Bridgerton boy. Bridgerton talk was always like always near and dear to my heart. It's always but great. It was road trip Jomi mm. when he took us on a tour of Palmdale playoff. P. Oh, he bro. went down yeah. to Palmdale. That was not even debatable for me. I think oh my that gosh. I, I'm I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that Paul George has has listened to the pod because remember after we did the because uh, after we did the Palmdale trip and you can go on YouTube I put the the whole Jomi trip on my YouTube channel it's it's we're gonna we're, <laughs> you guys go lock that in but remember after that that whole Palmdale thing happened about a week and a half later. Out of nowhere, after an interview with Reggie Jackson, he goes, looks at the camera and goes, shout out Palmdale, and like looks at Jomi through the screen. Because <laughs> like, he wasn't even repping Palmdale like that, bro. Like not every nah. day. Like he just had just done it. And it was just, it just seemed like a shot. I'm not sure. I haven't talked to Paul George. I don't even know the guy. But I think that was a shot. 
it was not on it was not on accident is what it I, wasn't on it was, accident it was not on accident there's no shot there's no yeah. shot I, I must reference one more really really yes. great Jomi um, and it might it wasn't even really Jomi it was Jomi's dad oh oh yeah it was when Jomi's yeah. dad made the pod we were talking about him selling art right like it was yeah. where well his art was on exhibit with the um, mm-hmm. the Lakers the Lakers yeah. with the Lakers oh my LeBron god LeBron showed up to see yeah, to see Jomi's dad's art yes mm-hmm. correct LeBron right. AD Russell Westbrook and Jomi's dad talked to each and every one of them yeah and it was definitely like the OG pops where like you if even if you don't want to listen to what he has to say, you better stand your ass right there. Respect you better stand. Deference. You better respect Straight deference. You're like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you your dad was fearless. You're gonna get this lecture. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no. That's what it was, bro. My exactly. favorite Jomi moment though was when Jomi it was when the Phoenix Suns collapsed at the hands of the Mavericks. And oh. there was a lot of pent up aggression from Jomi because of all the years that the, the Suns had beaten the Lakers. And he saw Raja Bell, a member of those Suns teams that beat the Lakers. Yeah. And he said they should cease to, as an organization. He said that they will never recover from this. And he, he also said something along the lines that, like, it's a poverty franchise, like, quote, it's a poverty franchise. Raja like he looked at you looked at you Raja and you could you had to take it because there was nothing that you could say yeah, that was, was my favorite moment very aggressively Stop. that day Listen, yes. I, I, had, I had some full I had some fuel in my jetpack that day I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was you know what I mean <laughs> I think my favorite my favorite memory from the pod that has nothing to do with me with you guys was was episode one when oh. I turned on the podcast and I was like, oh, they got this new pod with this dude, Loken. Oh, I got to tap in. You know, it's my job. I cover NBA. I got to listen to the podcast, you know? And he's like, hey, man, I'm here with Bell. And I was like, oh, bro, not this dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> not this guy, bro. <laughs> and the first thing out of Logan's mouth is, hey, we got to get this out the way, man. I was looking for oh, yeah. that. What, what happened? <laughs> what's going on? And uh, and uh, Roger told him what's up. I was like, hey man, listen, things happen. You know, you get a court. Uh, you know, you feel this. Ah, uh, you know, it goes down like that. Nah, but man, over the last two years, man, that energy has uh, has kept strong, man. And I love listening to you guys uh, twice a week. It's it's great content. You guys bounce off. Logan is the man in the streets, and Roger's the dude. You know, not not like nose ball is not even like. Scratching the surface, nose ball. Yeah, dog. You know what I mean. And so the combination of of y'all together is just it creates magic on the feed, man. And you know, I'm I'm happy to be play a small part in in this show, man. Uh, Large part. Large part. Congrats on two years, and (laughs) we just getting started, baby. Mm -hmm. We just getting started, baby. So I want to bring, I want to, thank you, Jomi. I want to bring, because we're about to do questions. I want to, I want to like give someone their flowers right now. Um, Do it. The one that really holds it all together, who gets us like, you guys think that we run this shit because our name's on the marquee. No, no. The person that runs this whole shit um, is, is just incredible. I'm really happy that, you know, just not only just a person that like, that is someone that I work with, but is like genuinely a great friend and has always just kind of just always been there. Like 
the not only the person that fucking wrangles Raja wherever the fuck he's at. Oh my like, god! There is a rule that I can't text Raja to come into the Zoom because <laughs> because this person is the only one that can do it, and that is and just all the flowers, not enough flowers that just holds it down. Sasha Mack, okay. Sasha Ashoff, yeah. who just holds it yeah. down. Clap it up for Sasha Mack, who's the, the, the god who always holds it down. Sasha. Sasha didn't, Sasha was not like, Sasha is a day one, but was not, came like a month later. And like, it was our, my day one. It was your day one. Your day <laughs> one, day one. producing the pod. Our, our pod came to another level as soon as Sasha Mack came on. Hi, Sasha. Hey. And and she just blessed me with the opportunity roughly a month ago to follow her on Instagram, which is really dope for me. Like I feel really, mm-hmm. really yeah. top secret. Now. That so, is the last we're going to wow. talk about the Instagram. It doesn't like, exist otherwise. I like the plums. Uh, <laughs> Sasha don't let nobody follow her Instagram. Roger, that's <laughs> big. I know it doesn't I, listen, exist. I think I like everyone on this call follows my Instagram. I can get yeah. over my sliding from from Twitter. Because I've been verified mm. by Sasha, mm. you know what I'm saying. So like again, I'm straight. Again, Roger, I, you you had no, 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 like, no, 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 got not, my no, information. We can't, we can't do this right now. We can't do this right. We can't, you we're not doing this. Right now. We're not doing this. It's over. You don't. It's over. You don't want He's to help. Sh- I'm here. We can't do this. We can't do this. I'm gonna turn over my account. It's yours now. I got you. We don't want that. I don't know if you want that. Say no more. I'm. I'm. First thing I'm gonna do is from your account. I'm gonna start tweeting like Katie. So I'm gonna do something mm. to you. I'm gonna start going to replies. I'm gonna start searching Raja Bell on Twitter. Just replying just to random say, folks. You're gonna say "fuck Logan" just out of nowhere. It's gonna be like "fuck Logan" as a tweet. Just nah, that's all it's nah. Be. Well, nothing that crazy. Somebody's gonna be like, "Hey man, if Roger Bell's in the league right now, he would average 15, seven, and, and eight." I'd be like, "That's right," but you mess up with the 15. <laughs> I need 10 more points to that average, boy. 25. <laughs> oh, it's yours, dude. You got it. I only got two things, two musts that have to happen from the account once I turn it over. You have to retweet my son's football and basketball stuff from my two boys, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, has, that has to happen. And you have to like FIU shit. FIU athletics always get a like. Other than that, do with it what you will, bro. It's yours. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Okay, I can do, this. can do that. We can talk price points later. You know, I got okay. a starting I got a starting fee of 75000 mm-hmm. oh. But, you know... <laughs> What you mean, Ro- Raja? We can look at how much you made in your NBA right now. I gotta talk right to now. Bill. No, I gotta you talk to Bill. Money? That's no, 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 no. That. We're working that's on the curve. Hey, no, the reason why I take that money, you, that's that's you gotta you gotta talk to his Spotify representative. Yes, correct. We're talking about this. That's the Spotify representative. That's it. You don't you don't keep the bread while spending the bread. You gotta relax. You got that. You gotta you gotta spend other people's bread. Sasha. Yes. What we what we got? What are the real ones? Let's 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 start it off. Let's what we got. Um, yeah, really quick. Also, I, they were like, you're going to work on this podcast with Logan Murdoch and Russia Bell. And I was like, word, I don't know who either of those people are. Uh, And I was like, cool though. That sounds fun. And then, um, I told Austin about now I'm doing this podcast with the NBA player. It's pretty cool. Like he was like, Oh, who's that? I was like, Russia Bell. And he was like, Really? Like, <laughs> like, ah. Damn, Austin. Damn mm-hmm. it, Austin. No, but it's all, you know, it's all been worked out. You know, it's worked out for Jomi. It's worked out for Hook. <laughs> Everybody. I like how we all three of us had to come to the pod and be like, listen. Like, Raja, you made mistakes in the past. I know. Listen, right. it's the majority of people in my life, man. They're like, hey, man. Our Laker fans. Our Laker yeah, fans. I know. Laker fans. I know. <laughs> 
Yeah. Most oh people. Oh my god! Are yeah, like, I mean not- that's really what it is. You're just working in a in an entirely Laker you know, environment. That's yeah. basically that, what's that going That says something here. about me, right? When most people are like, you're not that bad. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're not as We're bad not as hold I it thought. <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly cool. Oh, Raja, yeah. He didn't clothesline me <laughs> when we were on the pod today. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Only because we're on Zoom. Um, but, I know, uh, it's funny because I watched that video after meeting you. So me, I have a fresh, I had a fresh slate with you, Raja. Uh, I had no preconceptions, no idea who you were. Right. I never, I didn't watch basketball for like 2016 anyway. So, um, Okay, question from Diego Torres. What are the best qualities you, Logan, and you, Raja, have taken from each other? Okay, doing the pod with Raja, one, Raja is the greatest cheerleader. Like, if Raja, if you don't fuck with somebody, and I'm not going to say any names or anything, but if you, like, all of a sudden don't fuck with somebody, Raja's going to be like, well, fuck that motherfucker. He shouldn't have did that shit. They shouldn't have did that. Like, fuck him, you know? So he's given me, emboldened me, for the inner fuck it. Just like, who cares? Like he's emboldened me to do that. I think that's the biggest thing. But on a, like, he has, just listening to him, like I, if you know this pod or if you listen to this pod, I am not the X's and O's guy. I'm not. I am the storyteller guy, right? So like when I ask Raja questions about the game, I'm genuinely curious. He has really helped me see the game in a way that I've never really seen the game before. I have just think like, what does this mean for such and such? You know, I always with the narrative thing, I'm in the narrative business, I write, you know? So when I see Raj, when I see games now, I actually look for the back cut now. I see, oh, this guy doesn't have it in him. He doesn't give a fuck. This guy right here doesn't care. You know, because you think everybody in the NBA cares and stuff like that. They don't. But he's let me see the game in a way that I've never seen the game before because of just the way he talks about it. So that's the biggest thing that I got from Ra. Well, thank you, Logan. I'll take that as a compliment, man, and allow me to compliment you back. I think, like, um, you know, a lot of the times in the media, uh, well, when you're a player and you're dealing with the media, you don't, it's adversarial a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Even though I tried my best to not be like that, um, I think, you know, you showed me a healthy way to have relationships with players because you've got some really good relationships out there in the business with players, coaches, executives. Um, and, you know, I think it's because you keep it a buck, you keep it genuine, you don't really, you know, you're, you're not coloring outside the lines in any particular way, right? You're just kind of writing what you get and, and you're keeping it fact-based. And I think the relationship side of it is something that if you want to be good in the business, you have to be able to kind of cultivate And you've done that very well. And so I didn't always, I've told my wife and my family this, I didn't take advantage of the networking the way I should have when I played. But as a journalist now, I'm trying to be better about cultivating the relationships and making sure that, that, um, you know, I got, I got people that I could call and sources and treat them right and, and, and keep it healthy like that. So I've appreciated that. And I've learned from you in that regard. Thanks, bud. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Thanks for sure. Diego, I hope we answered your question, bro. I mean, I hope so, man. I'm feeling a little verklempt. Um, Okay. So Richard Clark says, love the show. Keep rolling. Question. Who in the league today does Raja think is similar to him when he played hashtag get Raja verified? Mm, It's never going to end. It's Mm. never going to end. You're going to get the, we're going to get a verify. Get verified or die trying. It's tough. That's a good question. You answer. Anyone else want to answer it first? I need to think. I got to get, I got to get a good answer on that one. Um, You know, 
Uh, I see a lot of qualities of Raja. Like, I don't know if there's a... Like, okay, so one person that I think about when I think about Raja, and maybe not like... I think about mindset. I think about P.J. Tucker. I really like watching P.J. Tucker play defense. And someone that is... Like, I think P.J. Tucker's a little bit more mixier in the league than Raja was. Like, he, I think P.J. Tucker, like... Raja just admitted, like... P.J. Tucker is Raja, in my eyes, if Raja networked more during his time. You get what I'm saying? But the mindset reminds me of him because it don't matter. None of that networking and shit. None of that. When they're on the court, like, he is a dog on the court, man. Like, that's... Like, I'm not talking about the positions and things like that. I'm talking about how he plays defense and how he hits and, like, is a clutch player in the mindset that he brings to a game. So, I always... I see a lot of Raja and P.J. Tucker. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to, like... I mean, he was like three people. Like, I like the PJ one. I like the PJ for defending, although PJ's got the ability to defend way more positions than I do. And he's bigger. He's a bigger guy than you. Yeah. Um, You know, Bruce Bruce Brown reminds me of myself, young. Um, Mm. You know, and the role that he was playing on that that Brooklyn team, just kind of, you know, I I can play, but you need me to really defend. but if there should ever be an opportunity to score it, like, I think I can do that. Like, let me, let me show you, I can do it. You know what I mean? You're still trying to, you know what I mean? Like I, Bruce Brown's got way more in him and he'll continue to grow in a way that I think I did as a player. I like that. I, I also like Grayson Allen's interesting to me because wow. he's got, he's got what you're talking about. Like Grayson Allen gives no fucks. Yeah. And like, I, I really didn't care. So like, I, I see kind of, I see me in a, a few different people, like you know. But today's player is so much more skilled than than I could than I ever was. I was trained, you know. By the time I was my third, fourth year in the league, I trained just to shoot jump shots, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's what I did. I defended and I trained all summer to knock down open shots. So I didn't train to have it in my hand. Those ki- those guys are way better than I would have ever been. But um, yeah, some of some of those names. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. I have a voicemail. Mm. Um, it's not a question, but it is their favorite moment. Um, but let me just play it. What's up, Logan? What's up, Raja? This is Connor from DC. Uh, Long time Real Ones listener. I just wanted to say my favorite Real Ones moment ever was when Jomi had to go to Palmdale. That shit killed me. So fucking funny. I loved it. And recently I was hanging out with some friends in L.A., and I was asking where one of my friends was at, and they were like, oh, man, he doesn't really come around anymore. He moved to Palmdale. And the only reason I knew what that meant or where that was was because of you guys' podcast. So, hey, shout out to Jomi. Shout out to Palmdale. Thanks, guys. Wow. Connor. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Jomi put, put Palmdale on the map more than Paul George? More than Palmdale P? That's facts. That's, That's facts. Fa- <laughs> I, I, I did more for Palmdale than Paul, Paul George ever did. Oh we can God. write that in the history books. Oh. Connor from yeah. D.C. Yes. Amazing moment on the show. I can't even. Dog, what was uh, that like, bro? We got a video of it, but what was that like, Joe? It was, it was, was so... <laughs> It was so disheartening because you you get to Palmdale and you you just realize like wow like people actually like live here like I talked to some <laughs> folks like it's not just like a myth you know oh, it's not man. like how we say like Atlantis or you know Valhalla it's, it's an like actual Palmdale place, huh? it's an actual place there. with real people living there and you you just look around you're like why 
You don't have to be here. You could be anywhere. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here. Yeah. In in you know the riches. Hey man, hey, hey. it's just Relax, it's different. Bro. We got shout out to Mexican restaurants you went to, to Palmdale, bro. Show bro, them some not, respect because was... but, but that's what I'm talking about, bro. The, the fish taco. I, let me not even start, bro. We could be here what? all day. The fish taco wouldn't hit like it's supposed to hit. I thought you said it was fire. Oh, no, you was just a... no. All right. All right, dog. Let's relax before Joe Meek is popped because we're not trying to have the, we're not trying to have the bodily harm. On Joe listen, Meek listen. Let me let me just all my people out there in Palmdale. I love you. It's not against you. I sh- I'm sure you are great human beings, and y'all do what y'all got to do. It's all love. It's all respect. It's jokes, right? It's not about you. It's the land that you stay on. I'm sorry. I got it. You know what I mean? I was surprised he went. I was like, because we didn't know Joby like that. And I was surprised that he went. He pulled up yeah. and he went. You, we made was, a deal that if they lost that game, I would go out to Palmdale. You had shit did. to do that day, didn't you? Like I you did. had to get back home at that point. You had to get I back did. home. We had a family, a family event uh, that was later. So I woke up I'm like I still have the the alarm in my phone. It's nicknamed it's Palmdale P. That's the mm, alarm that I said. I'm telling you, I went. I'm telling you, it might be the greatest. It might be the greatest. There are some good moments. It might be the greatest. Might be moment the greatest moment of all. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate iconic. that shout out, man. Yeah, Appreciate Connor that. from DC. Connor, I hear you, bro. We needed that. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's do this one from Brendan Murphy. This is basically just like his favorite moments, and he has like full on like quotes and everything. Oh wow. Sorry, Logan. No disrespect. You are because you are great, but pretty sure these are all Raja. About Jordan, quote, he's like the most charismatic shit talker. Everyone wants to be around him, even though he's an asshole. I think I said that. I don't think Raja said that. I think I, said I don't that. know that I said that. I don't think Raja okay. said that. I think that's something that I would say. But go ahead. Why would he lie? All right. All right. About the Grayson Allen flagrant, quote, on the other hand, you flying down the lane and you're trying to pipe on me. I'm contesting it. End quote. Raja. I haven't heard pipe use like that in years. That's what he said. <laughs> that was Roger. <laughs> Forgive me for not being in the streets anymore, but yes, he, he, that's what he did. <laughs> that was Roger. About the king. Quote, if you bring four, 40 players through there in a five-year span and it's always shitty, then it ain't the players, end quote. That was about the kings, right? Stand by that. That was Roger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About LeBron, quote, he brings a window. You have to mortgage the next three to four years of your future to win. And then he looks around and says, we're too old. And he leaves. End quote. <laughs> I don't think Roger said that. I think I said that. I don't think Roger would say something like that. I Roger said that. Did you say that? I said, that some, that I said Roger, something like that. That was Roger? Yes. Okay. I don't know if that's All an exact quote, but it was yeah, something like that. About Logan putting Raja at the three on the ringer squad. <laughs> You're going to have me hanging out on the wing? <laughs> Yes. You know why? I stand it. You know why? After hearing that, I got intimidated that episode. I remember I got intimidated that episode. And honestly, fuck that. Put Raj at the three. You know why? Because he just said he for a whole career he didn't work on his ball handling skills and that shit. Put his ass at the three. All right. Better than everybody else. I don't care. Anyone else you'll meet that didn't play in the NBA. Not I will just not be the ringer. Not just the ringer. I will not be silent. No, also, right now, we got to play half court if Roger's going to play. That's just Whoa. real talk. Because Roger's, oh Roger is, Roger, we got to play half court. We can't play full court. Oh, I put, no, 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 no. I popped up in a full court game the other day. Jean shorts, um, Nike trainers, no socks. How do you feel right now? Two days later. 
I mean, no, this was a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting in the gym. I oh, couldn't okay. watch it. I was like, this is terrible. How did you feel the next there. day? Uh, not very good. Not very good. But in the moment, <laughs> <laughs> in the moment, man, we were cooking. It was good times. Let's get the Ringer NBA NBA game. We're gonna get the Ringer NBA pickup game. We are at the where are we gonna do it at, man? Let's we do it at like Daly Center or something. We gotta yeah, come to yeah. LA. Come to LA. Let's run it. Hey, we're bringing. Hey, what, what's what's the the middle son? The middle bell. Who is the middle bell? Ty My Bell. My favorite bell. Ty Bell is gonna be our point guard. No, I can't. It's gonna be our yeah, point yeah, guard. No, I ain't gonna argue with you on that one. All right. Class of 2028. I see you. Oh, Loki. I see you. You see. I'm locked in. That's my dog. See, man. Ty see. Bell is my little homie, bro. I love Dia, but Ty Bell is my, my dog. I think That's it's Ty Boogie 5 on Twitter. Yes. 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 My homie. Follow me back. <laughs> Follow me back. Okay. Don't be liking my comments on Instagram. Logan, Follow me back, Ty Bell. Oh, shoot. But, He's not popping the show on. All right. <laughs> You're gonna, gonna come to, on at some point. Gonna We're gonna to get Ty Bell on the show. Is that bad? Is that show. is that bad that I don't know that my I, no. my sons have also, never missed no. Breaking news: Raja Bell doesn't follow me on Instagram. Breaking news: He does not follow me on Instagram. What? I mean, if we're, if we're talking about not Logan, it's just you at parties. If we're well, I mean, she look. <laughs> so two things. Two things. All wow. all Logan posts. Oh, on my close All Logan posts is is his crazy fits that he wearing at the games. And him, like, yeah, him being cool with E-40 and Snoop Dogg right, right, and Stem. Right. That's mm. all he do. He's just like, hey, I'm better than you, mm. right? <laughs> all my friends, my circle's better than your circle, all right? Wow. Step your money up. You worried about wow. getting your funny up, step your money That's up. Mm. Wow. <laughs> the vibe of the Instagram is step your money up. Like, you're not, you're not here. Money up. I'm different levels, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Which, look, I'm not mad about that. It's inspiring. I'm like, yo, dog, I got to grind. I'm not working hard enough. That's clear. Wow. Two, yeah. I realize I don't follow Raja, period. <laughs> so, See? See? We're going we to have to remedy that when this is over. Right. I'm going to get you, Raja. I mean, Raja on Instagram is his kids, which is totally no, fine. That's, oh, yeah. No, that's you, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, so love, that's crazy. Hey, I would need that follow back, though, Raja. Damn, I got you. Hey, bro, I reciprocate. I appreciate it. No, he doesn't. But I'm not on the close friends, so I don't know what's on the close friends. <laughs> I don't do the close friends. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not hip enough to have close friends. I just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You All could right. be lying for the podcast, but that's cool. That's cool. We will, we'll, we'll take you. We'll take you at your word. Being nice to me. Just being nice. Sure. I see All right. What we got? What else we got? What's else? What's up? Okay. From Kobe. After getting into basketball during the pandemic, you guys are the first NBA podcast I listened to. And have been tapping in ever since. Love the energy you bring to every episode. So many good pod moments over the last two years. Some of my faves are Raja finding out there was a summer camp using his name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> getting called Raja Rule. Uh, Sasha Mack cussing Logan and Raja for not giving Dallas their flowers. Logan telling Raja how he'd defend him. I'd foul this shit out of you, Raja. And also yes. the Forest Dio. Yeah. Good. Sounds about right. Yeah, Kobe, we hear you, Sasha, brother. Sasha puts us at our place a lot in ways that you guys just don't see. It's not oh, always yeah. on the pod, too. Not always on the pod. It's called leadership, man. It's called leadership. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> like, there's like yo, all good you teams need them, man. Calls, you can't always. You know how many sometimes. phone calls have ended with me and the Sasha? Michael like, Jordan we're, of this podcast. Yeah. we're doing this, Logan. Bye. We're doing this. Okay, like goodbye. That's that's for plenty <laughs> of conversations. You think Kobe and MJ were terrifying leaders? Don't even start with Sasha. Don't even start with Sasha. Don't even start with Sasha. She said they didn't listen. And I took offense to that. Um, Okay. This is from Mangus. Mangus Snowboard. 
Uh, hey, Logan Araj, a big fan from Australia here. That explains the from name. Down Under. <laughs> down Under. <laughs> I've listened to every single episode you put out. But my absolute favorite memory is when you had Tyler Tynes on the podcast to pour out a little <laughs> liquor after the Sixers were eliminated from the playoffs two seasons ago. That was the most epic rant I've ever heard. Thanks, guys. Okay. I don't. Okay. A little backstory on that. I don't remember the rant per se. I know because I know Tyler that it was a lot. But I remember that one because I was one of the that might have been one of the first guests or people that we've had on the pod. Like, I think that was one of the first like. Like, non. Yeah, when we start, well, it wasn't Matt Hooper at the time. Uh, it was, it was pour out a little liquor. So, mm-hmm. quick, oh, quick, during the playoffs, quick story. The first playoffs. So, yeah. I can give a quick story because I can give you the origin of Matt Hooper and then we'll get that right into the time thing because man, was he a Matt Hooper that day. So, Matt Hooper started. I was, I was, I found out that, pa, that Raja, or I was confirmed that Raja loves very backpack 90s hip hop East Coast rap, right? So, was listening to like like Life After Death, which is one of my favorite album, my favorite Biggie album of all time. And Kicking the Door comes on, and that's when the Mad Rapper comes on, right? That's when the Mad Rapper. Shout out to the Mad Rapper. Where and we're back, so. and we're back, right? So I'm listening to this, and I'm like, dog, this is this is so tight. This is so tight, and it ties into the to to um it ties into like what Raj and the because honestly at the end of the day bro this is a hip-hop show bro this is hip-hop you know this is what it is you know we both love this is what this is, this is hip-hop sports talk radio right now but anyway so i remember i texted the group chat i'm like we're i got something planned or something like that and then i listened and i just did it i said let's fucking try it and we started doing it at the beginning of the show and that's it but that evolved from pour out a little liquor which tines came on for so we're doing this, and I'm a little nervous because, like, I had, we're we're about a month in or two or something like that, and we hadn't had a guest in, and I'm still getting to know Raja, and also like I know Tynes a little bit, and I'm like, let's fucking do it because Tynes can talk his ass off. One thing Tynes can do is anybody who knows him, that motherfucker can talk. <laughs> he he can talk. And like it's very eloquent the way he talks and eviscerates things and people and just just. He's a very eloquent blow torture, is what I can say. So, um, shout out to Times. He's, he's at GQ right now. Um, but he was there, and he I remember doing it, and I think me and Raja looked at that Zoom call like, okay, okay, okay. It was a lot, and I remember that. It, it, yeah, that was, a gr- that was a great moment in that. Shout out to Times. Shout out to what he's doing right now, and uh, that was a great moment. Yeah, shout out to Australia. Tap in. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh yeah, they love basketball. Love that. Love that. Not, but great basketball culture love in Australia. Basketball. Great basketball yeah. culture. Oh yeah. I think this is gonna be like, like right in line with the show. But I gotta go pick up my fucking kid. Oh shit! Well, we gotta. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> keep keep Sasha. Keep that in the podcast. Keep that. Keep no, that in the, in the podcast. podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, dog. All right, let's go. Uh, or uh, okay. Well, that has been the two-year anniversary edition. Of real ones. Just it's a Thursday. So you know what? I'm just gonna speak for everyone. Ruin of the week goes to y'all, man. To like goes to to the fans, bro. Everybody that has always held us down, bro. That is always, you know, the people that walk my homie in the bins who scared the shit out of me. It goes to you, my dog. It goes to everybody that we see in the arenas, everybody that we see at AAU events that chap into the pod or like we're at the grocery store. Like 
this is taking on a life of his own, and it's all because of you. So ruin of the week goes to everybody who listens. I appreciate it. Mm. Happy every all all the everything. Love y'all. So yeah, man. It's another edition of the of the pod. Um, shout out to everybody that has made this a thing, and uh, we love you, man. Got any? Is that it? All Got done. any words, bro? Any any final words? I gotta go get my kid. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all in the fall. See y'all. <laughs> Goodbye. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Bye. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.